0: What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly, we have a jam-packed show for you guys today. I'm so excited. Oh
1: man, we, it's second one in LA. Yes, not yet in the studios yet, but we're getting close. We're getting, close. Getting, close. getting close. Yes. Oh man, yeah, jam packed. Uh-huh. It's like the first two weeks we've been in LA. Industry news has just been blowing up. I mean, yes, all kinds seriously. of stuff going on. Yeah, seriously, seriously.
0: And we've had some phenomenal meetings for our film and television production company. I know you guys know about that. We've been posting about that on social media. We've been meeting with some fantastic talents out
1: here. They've been great, honestly. Uh, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. We, do. Shh. We, gotta sh- we may or may not have a shoot this week. Uh, Shh. You, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. you might see a little behind the scenes. You might see a little behind the scenes. Yeah, rumor has it Lil Cam gonna be snapping some stuff. So. Hell yeah, hell yeah. It's gonna be fun.
0: It's gonna be fun. Well, let's get this thing started off with some industry news. Your host for this week are myself, j Fantastic, and the one and only Mouth. What up? Oh man, we have a fantastic venue for you guys today. Well, let's start it off with some Amazon Prime news news. This one is interesting to me because... How crazy was she? Sandra Bullock has a new series in development for Amazon Prime about her college years. Yeah. So I'm wondering, was she a party girl? Like, because she seems very reserved. She
1: does, which means she probably was a party girl. You know, (laughs) like, it's always the quiet ones that were the, like, uh uh-oh, you got to look out for. What what jumped out at me and, like, John Legend is involved in this. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I I didn't even know uh, he was in the, like,
0: the camera side of stuff, like the TV and film stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's made a couple of cameos, yeah. I guess, in La La Land and stuff like But I guess he's like really working. We just saw that he was executive producing another mm-hmm. music show, and like, so I really I think he's really getting into this. Yeah, thing, I mean, seriously. which is pretty
0: cool. Yeah, seriously. Uh, songwriter, right? That new one that's on, that was uh, it's also executive produced by Adam uh, Levine. Is it that right? one? Right. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, he was also in uh, Soul Man, Bernie Mac's last movie. He
1: was in Soul Man. Yeah. Yeah. He was the yeah. dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Oh, he God. was. But, hey, I loved him in La La Land. I yeah. thought he was great. Yeah, so, I mean, seriously.
0: I, I'm excited to see what happens, and honestly, Amazon Prime seems to be the place that the big celebrities are going to. We know Julia Roberts is there right now with uh, that podcast series that turned into a television series, it's true. Homecoming. Yeah. So yep. I'm really excited to see how this... Formulates because at one point in time in the early 2000s, late 80s, early 90s, Sandra Bullock and Julia Roberts were on top of the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now they're both at Amazon Prime. Right. So,
1: so – and and look, Marvelous Miss Maisel. You mm-hmm. got, I mean they are ca- – I still haven't forgiven them for The Last Tycoon. I know,
0: man. That really I mean, <laughs> needs
1: to come back. No matter all all the good stuff they do, all the – and don't get me wrong. I, I like a lot of the stuff they're doing, but, I mean, come on. That was such a bad dis- – you would think when that person was out and the new people came in, they'd be like, let's fix this. Let's yeah, correct seriously. this because, I mean, man. Mm. I
0: know. It's so sad.
1: It's but so Sandra sad. Bullock. I'm wishing luck for Sandra Bullock. I hope this is good for her. It, it, yeah. It'll be fun to watch for sure. Oh, my goodness.
0: Well, can you tell me what you want, what you really, really want?
1: Not a Spice Girls animated movie. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: i feel you on this one man i'm really confused i i honestly i don't see the crowd for this no i I mean i don't know anyone who's a spice girls fan so i i don't know what crowd they're shooting
1: for i I don't i don't either and why well i know why animated but i think i'm gonna just keep that to myself you know know? (laughs) but yeah like like i don't know man i know
0: it's so weird it's set to premiere it's a coming out for paramount and it's set to premiere in 2020 the animated feature is gonna include their classic songs uh, and new songs i know they are on tour right now but not the um not david beckham's wife he's not with them right or she's not with them right now apparently but um yeah they're out on tour right now and but i still but now she
1: will be part of the movie though they did say the entire all all five yeah so we should clarify that but All it, here I go. Show my age again. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I I like to prefer it as experience, as (laughs) as wisdom, if you will. But this makes me think about like the New Kids on the Block Mm, and MC mm -hmm. Hammer, both, I should say, had animated cartoons. And it was at the peak of their popularity. And the cartoons were awful and didn't do anything. So. Spice girls have been gone for like how long now? Exactly. So to try to bring it back at a point where they're not even popular yeah. I mean, you had I mean, for for a while there, new kids were like the biggest thing on the face of the planet <laughs> and know. that cartoon sucked <laughs> mm-hmm. and nobody watched it and it was gone, you know, after a season. So exactly. I don't understand why they think that after they've been gone this is the way to regain some relevance. I, yeah, I just I, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see
0: especially, it. Especially I mean, like another year down the line, who cares? Right I'm exactly. Exactly. Might take some heat for that. Twitter, don't kill me. But, I mean, you know, I. I'm not and I mean, do we want a cartoon
1: that's going to attract little kids? I mean, listen to the lyrics to the Spice Girls songs. Right, They're very suggestive and very adult, and yeah. just because you make it a cartoon character singing them doesn't mean that they're not that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. We'll see what happens with it if they halt it because they don't find an audience or if they continue to go through with it. Paramount, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Well, on to the next one. We're talking about Sony and the Boondock series, the anime series that was on Adult Swim there for a while and it's now getting a reboot. It's fresh off their Oscar win with spider-man into the spider universe so it looks like they're trying to capitalize on their animation game right now yeah so that i mean i don't blame them honestly no they just is- got that guy uh the director from wreck it ralph right from ex- Disney.
1: exactly they're bringing over some heavy hitters in the animation world and and i mean they know they're capital and look we've talked about it before on the podcast and and we'll and we'll say it again it was groundbreaking mm-hmm. what they did with spider-man into the spider-verse I so m- melding all the different kinds of animation and it just it was it was really really popping and eye-catching and yeah. i mean it just captivated so if they can continue that type work that Agreed. type of stra- now don't fall into the trap of trying to make everything like that it movie because right, right. then i think it would be a disaster yeah. but i'm talking about just the creativeness and yeah. and the the vision that that movie had keep that kind of going i think boon talks will be it
0: yeah i'm pretty excited about it i was a huge fan and it's going to be a complete retelling and a reimagining of the classic animated Freeman family battle against local government and, you know, society going on. I bet there's going to be a lot of Trump jokes. Oh, for sure. no, there's
1: gonna, definitely, <laughs> oh, without doubt, gosh, without gosh. doubt.
0: I can't wait to see what happens with that one. And um, I hope the animation is better, too, because I really like the how the original was. But now with the new technology, exactly. I'm, look, I'm looking for something
1: more. Yeah. And I mean, they, they raised the bar yeah. with Spider-Man. So they're going to have to really kind of capitalize on that. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, I mean, sticking with Sony, they are also the Developing an Anthony Bourdain anthology series called Hungry Ghost based off of his graphic novel. And my thing, what's an anthology series?
1: It's it, it's like a series of it'll oh, okay. be yeah like like in a series of books an anthology okay. you know. Okay. Um, American Crime Story was very much like that, okay. or American Horror Story. It just guess. you know, season one was this, season two was a different Picking chapter. Up what but you're putting down, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so,
0: but I mean, I feel like everybody is just continuing to try to shine light to this man's legacy because they're for. 10 plus years this guy was everywhere advocating for drug and alcohol abuse like he was a real advocate for that and just a real supporter of people trying to get clean and get their lives back on track so i think we just yeah keep need to shine the good light on that situation because he was a really good man and it's just crazy what happened to him last night.
1: Well, week. and it's good to see something like this to come about because, right. I mean, the latest news that we had heard of him, he was tangled up in that whole um, actress sleeping with the underage yeah. kid in the payoff and yeah. that he was the one who paid the kid, yeah. you know. And it was so – right after his death yeah. to, like, put that all out there. and Like yeah. it, like you said, he's been an advocate for so many things in a good name, you know, and, and for that to have been his last thing. Yeah. So I'm glad to see something coming out to maybe yeah. get rid of that. If that and, was
0: a shady situation anyway because – wasn't she one of the first
1: ones that came out against Weinstein? Yeah. 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 And then mm. she ended up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saying, so, no, you, no, know. Yeah, you know. You know. And I just want to go on record and say again, you don't normally make the payoff unless you're guilty. Mm, I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, Brian Singer. Yeah, right, I'm, no. I'm just. Oh, okay. Well, uh, mm. well that's later on. The yep, show. yep. That's, that's later. A, just a little tease right <laughs> oh, there. Oh man. Yeah. Oh
0: man. Well, let's hop into some streaming wars. I mean, Netflix—they're bringing some heat this week. They had a lot of news come out. Yeah, Coco writer, mm-hmm. the guy who wrote
1: Coco, he's going to oversee the Narnia project. They have films and the TV Narnia. Narnia. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. I was wondering what's yeah, up. Uh, my bad, my
2: bad, my I thought it was not
1: Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. So th- this is exciting though. Like like yeah, if they honestly. have TV ideas. I love how all of these like streamers are taking um these these massive huge film trilogies yeah. and now like, hey, let's make a series out of it. Exactly. And I mean, that's, that's we've seen it with Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and, and I mean, this is a good one. Yeah, I, it, Will Liam Neeson be involved? Right. I mean, exactly. I, It's or any of the people originally involved. I mean, that'll exactly. be really interesting. I love
0: the first trilogy, honestly. I know I was talking to Little camera earlier and she hadn't seen any of them which kind of made me upset but yeah, I'm just going to move on past that real quick. She's not even paying attention but
1: it's all good. Um, I'm I could to really, swore she saw the first one. I mean, hmm.
0: did you see the first one did you see the first narnia I think so. she says she thinks so i mean we're gonna catch her up though we're gonna catch <laughs> her up especially with these new netflix projects coming and i'm so excited because netflix is looking for something like hot right now and it's been uh, probably around 10 years since the last telling of these stories
1: that's true that's true and yeah netflix is looking for a lot right now because they're losing a lot right now so mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> I, you know they are announcing all kinds of things that i'm one that they announced i don't I, i'm not sure if we put it in here but i, I want to uh a samurai I, it's that's gonna right. be yeah. um feudal japan it's gonna be a docuseries about feudal japan and the war to take over to ja- mm-hmm. oh so excited about that one but they've been announcing that uh, they uh just announced a long-term deal with uh, a korean series Mm -hmm. a lot of foreign stuff so this is interesting to see now to hear about narnia which again is foreign but familiar with american audiences but because they've got a lot to replace as far as on the on the domestic side of replacing stuff that they're losing so
0: licensed content being yanked man yeah it's super duper crazy and i mean i feel like they could take a lot from books. They can make a lot of series from books, like Bridge to Terabithia and just series like those. I feel like that is a perfect uh avenue for netflix
1: right and we, well and they know we know they signed with mark miller to do all the comic book stuff from Man. him so yeah i mean they've got some comic book stuff coming out and what's that one raising dante i, I, th- I think is. it's called with uh michael b jordan mm-hmm. and like there's a real uh, i mean i'm really looking forward to that one so they've got some potential there for sure yeah for real for real and
0: i mean you know the kid from stranger things is now gonna host his dustin. own
1: dustin from uh, stranger uh, yeah things. because uh, i mean i'm fond of this one i mean it's <laughs> dustin i mean you <laughs> know who, my favorite character for many reasons hell yeah uh,
0: <laughs> uh, gatton matarazzo there you go uh, uh, yeah <laughs> we'll host a hidden camera prank show which r- sounds like punked you know ashton kutcher's punked yep uh for netflix it's going to be a new prank show that involves tricking people who are looking for work now this concept is getting harshly criticized because i mean you know sometimes people need a job and if they're going in and Find out it's a prank show; they might get pissed.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm hoping that they pay these people. Yeah, and I'm hoping it's a significant amount so that they don't have to worry about they didn't get a real job. Exactly. You know, so at least to cover them until they do. Because that's yeah, it's pretty harsh. Exactly. Exactly.
0: It's gonna be eight episodes. It's gonna be called Prank Encounters, and it's gonna launch on the streaming ser- service later this year. Each this came out from a statement from a representative of Netflix. Each, at flick, or each episode of this terrifying and hilarious prank show takes two strangers who each think they're starting their first day at a new job, and it's business as usual until their paths collide with these part-time jobs who that turn into full-time nightmares, and this kid is even getting an executive producer spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, good, good for him. him. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, Stranger Things has launched the, all of them, I mean, they're all just like killing it now Bobby
0: Brown and Godzilla has like another movie coming out and he's in like a band like it's super crazy Uh, yeah
1: it's and it I mean it was so I mean I think
0: he's in chapter two as well I think so uh, yeah I think they're bouncing back and forth with those timelines yeah so that'll be interesting yeah I'm really excited I'm really excited Well, Netflix is also venturing out into the gaming world, which is very interesting. This is going to be a mobile game for Stranger Things, and they're comparing it a lot to Pokemon Go, which... Hopefully it does really well for them because Pokemon Go was a huge phenomenon yeah. there for a while. Yeah, It was like people were getting hit by cars because they weren't paying attention. It's true. And so hopefully it doesn't go to that extent. But I've been saying this for a while now, at least especially since that all their licensed content is getting yanked that they should just have streaming video games as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. And yeah, I, I hope you're right. I hope that people don't you know look, spend too much time in the upside down that they get smacked right. by a car. Like, guys, you, you got you to gotta look away every now and then. It's okay. Exactly. Um, I'm, exa- I'm Like I said, though, I, I'm a huge fan of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So as much as they can put out there, I, I, I wish it, I hope it's huge for these kids. That's nice. And that's a, are the kids getting paid for this? Exactly. Like, I, mean, I, I feel mean, like they should. Yeah, agreed, especially if it's their image or their likeness in this game I, I would i would hope so or maybe they went and <laughs> what we're about to talk about in a second maybe they just the, the likeness is so not like them they don't have to pay them i don't I, I don't right. know
0: exactly exactly i mean netflix partnered with next games on this one to create this mobile game and they're set to release this sometime around in 2020 yes so, i mean 2020 is going to be a big year it looks like
1: it's going to be a huge year mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge year okay so now what we were talking about the oh, a new <laughs> avengers game yeah Oh, that this me. one's getting yeah. hammered because the look of these characters on here is just god awful. It
0: looks like a PS2 game. It does. Like, it, 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 it looks I it mean, so bad.
1: No, and, and you know, with all of the technology and all of the stuff out there, to have this game look like this mm-hmm. and to have these characters not even resemble the MCU characters, it, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's I pretty mean,
0: bad. I feel like it was released around the same time as that um, Cyberbully twenty whatever with the one with Keanu reeves which right. looks
1: super realistic yeah yeah so
0: i mean it's crazy to release those on the same day and that be that much of a difference the technology there but the the director of this game was saying that he wanted to take a different look at these characters to get back at the roots to the comic books and they wanted to have their own adaptation other than the MCU,
1: yeah, I call <coughs> bullshit. Yeah, I think it's that's that's a nice statement after the blowback. Exactly, <laughs> seriously. they have a I lot mean, of work to do. Yeah, they they do. And if you were trying to get back to the the comic book roots, they, they don't look, look like they. the comic book characters either. Yeah. And I mean, it it just doesn't look good. It, it does doesn't. not look good.
0: It like yeah, like we said, the technology is there, guys. It just seems like y'all aren't spending the money. I don't know what that's about. Hope I hope that's not a Disney decision. Yeah, but. I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and I guess the way he worded that, it's a partnership, so maybe a licensing thing with yeah. Disney where they gave permission for them to use the Marvel characters, but it just, mm.
0: And I mean, I, like, I would have brought everybody back. They could have voiced their characters. You know, I feel like they would have been willing to do that oh, shit. They yeah. love those characters. I mean, characters. they love
1: those characters. Every chance they get, they jump at the opportunity to continue to play those characters. I mean, come on. And, and yeah, it's just this, this bad all the way around. I hope it dies quickly and then Mm -hmm. they come out with a really awesome avengers game that would be really cool and i just want to bring up because we don't have it in here but we can't talk about netflix because it just always reminds me when netflix said that they don't consider disney their competitor disney plus they consider hbo Mm -hmm. well hbo is coming out with a new series that starts this weekend that they say makes 13 reasons why look like an after school special on abc yeah euphoria with zendaya (laughs) um and Judd Apatow and um uh, Leslie Mann's daughter um so Apparently, this thing is getting hammered with a lot of controversy because almost all of the actors are in their young 20s or mm-hmm. younger, mm-hmm. Um, and they're playing teenagers. And it's about explicit drug use and sex oh, and orgies and violence. Wow. Um, the very first episode, apparently, there's a statutory rape of a transgender.
2: Damn.
1: Um, it shows a penis 30 times in this first episode. Oh. Um Full frontal, full on, you know, and so it's getting hammered down. And and they say – by the way, this is from Barry Levinson's son Mm -hmm. um, who says it's a direct kind of like telling of what it was like for him to grow up in this time and in this era. And but, man, I, I don't know, man, That's gonna this, get this hammered.
0: is Didn't some like an actor walk off set like he, the first day? Exactly.
1: Because apparently he found out that his storyline was going to transition into him moving into a homosexual relationship. And yeah. it was going to be pretty explicit. And I guess he was not OK with that. Yeah. Um, and so he was replaced. Um, which
0: is crazy because i feel like you have to be up front with the person about what they're getting into
1: yeah because apparently the 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 script for the first episode was not the script that they were given apparently a lot of changes were made to it that's messed up um i'm just i mean look i'm really happy that zendaya is making the transition to into an adult actress um And I mean actress as an adult, not Mm -hmm. an adult actress. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, I think she's a phenomenal actor and a phenomenal talent. But I'm a little worried about this because she's got a following and she's got some stuff. and, And, like... This is going to be really edgy and really—I I don't know. I, yeah, I, um,
0: it'll be interesting to see if this one gets any backlash. Yeah, well, look at
1: all the the flack that Thirteen Reasons Why took about yeah. whether it's caused suicides yeah. and it dr- romanticized. Exactly. Well, is this going to romanticize drug use and orgies and, exactly. and you know and all this kind of stuff? Mm.
0: Like, I can see the LGBTQ community like completely uprising against this thing.
1: Uh, it, I mean, could be like, like I mean. I can't even imagine Uh, from what I understand, it's a pretty explicit Mm. rape scene for the, for the, uh, I mean,
0: and like what, honestly, what audience wants to watch
1: that? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think it's important to get the message out about how it can be a struggle for a teenager these days. And that there's a lot of, but I don't know if this is the right way to do it. Yeah, seriously. I mean,
0: and I mean, is there any good news coming out about this thing? Because we're not seeing it. So if you've seen any good news about this show, please let us know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if you do, Watch it <laughs> this weekend. Let yeah, let us know. We want to hear. What, was it? I mean. I don't know. I might. I might catch the pilot episode yeah. just to kind of so just we to can so we can talk about it angry. on a future episode yeah. and kind of say yes or no. Yeah. But because I was a huge fan of Thirteen Reasons Why, Me too. I didn't buy into the whole controversy that it romanticized. I thought just the opposite. I thought mm-hmm. it did a great telling of hey, look, yeah. parents need to pay attention. Brought Things are going on. Kind yeah. it brought awareness exactly. So I don't know. And uh, ooh. Well, on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, sexual assault, It's <laughs> uh, <against> multiple people. <laughs> alleged we should say we don't want to you know we don't want to put that but still but still
0: (laughs) brian singer oh goodness pays out 150k to a sexual assault accuser in a bankruptcy case
1: yeah yeah so this is the guy that says way back in the early 2000s singer uh, uh, raped him on a yacht at a party yeah um and basically, Brian Singer's defense is this kid is lying mm. because he recently filed bankruptcy and he's broke and he needs the money and he's like desolate. And so he's trying to make up all these charges to come after and trying to get some yeah. money. O- okay. Well, if all that is true, then, and you know you didn't, then why are you paying him exactly. the money? That's if, my thing. if you know it's a scam to get money, why would you pay him the money? See, I think you're paying him the money. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> because because it,
1: it ain't so not true. Exactly. I mean, I just I'm I just am gonna say this. We we will say that it's alleged, nothing has been proven, it hasn't gone to court, any of that. Brian Singer has not been charged or anything like But for me personally, I think when you've been accused of something and you settle Especially with a large amount of money, that just screams guilt. Agreed. Like otherwise, if it's me, I'm fighting for my innocence and I'm proclaiming my innocence and I ain't paying a dime and I will be out there shouting to the world, I didn't do shit. Agreed. I'm not going to quietly just put it aside and here, take this money because I I don't know. I just don't think that's the right move.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean – yeah he's guilty i'm just saying i'm yeah, just saying yeah i, I just think he's i mean
1: on the flip side of that look at kevin spacey mm-hmm. kevin spacey is fighting it wholeheartedly mm-hmm. he's he showed up at every court appearance exactly. he's going it like you know and i mean i don't know the situation with kevin spacey it doesn't look good it, no, does, it does look not. like he can but he's still fighting it exactly. even if he knows he's guilty he's still fighting that's what i think people do if they're innocent yeah. but I, I don't know i know it's super crazy it's super crazy
0: Well, let's uh, lighten it up a little bit. Not much, but a little. Um, The TV Academy has recently disqualified several performers and blocked them from their Emmy voting. This is the first round that just happened, that just came around. And they are blocking these people because... They decided to group together and all vote for one person. Now, that's not fair.
1: No, no. What is this? Survivor all of a sudden? (laughs) Like, you're in a tribe and we're going to all vote for Get this person out or get this person in. Like, why? I mean...
0: I just don't understand. That's just basically, like, a whole group of people teaming up to, like... Put down another person, basically. yeah, yeah,
1: and I mean to shut out somebody that what they don't think deserves it, or I exactly. mean, I, I just, yeah, it, it's sad that this kind of stuff is even going on with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's such. I, a small community I mean Agreed. it's like professional sports to make it to the level of you're on a hit show or you're on a successful series you know that's a very small group and Agreed. for these people to be acting like this against it you should all be supporting each other exactly. and and if somebody wins hey great you know exactly. and and I mean this idea to somehow form these coalitions yeah. to keep people from winning is, exactly. is crazy
0: I swear if anybody banded together to make sure this is us doesn't win again I will be pissed yeah <laughs> because I mean they deserve uh, it
1: like, seriously, seriously. I was – you know, SAG for me so far is the only one who, who seemed to have gotten this right yeah. with giving the ensemble ca- – every one of these people mm-hmm. deserves to win an Emmy. agree. Every single one of them. For all of the people in front of the camera, the people behind the camera, the writers, the directors, all of them. I mean it has got to be one of the most brilliant shows on television. How they haven't won consistently, I do not know. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: Well, oof. The- well, maybe we- –
1: we do know maybe it was some block voting and maybe it finally got caught i don't know
0: super shitty and whoever you are we will find you and we have a particular set set of skills skills, that's right
1: (laughs) and we don't know if we're in the narnia Uh, television series yet so you know we gotta come find you (laughs) oh
0: my goodness well this is some exciting news la's finest gabrielle union and jessica alba's spinoff of the bad boys series are the bad boys two movies about to be a trilogy yeah um was renewed for a season two by spectrum originals now this is pretty interesting because it was picked up by uh nbc
1: right right nbc originally picked it up and ordered it to pilot but then after i guess reviewing the pilot or whatever chose to pass on it and yeah. it never went in so spectrum came in and based on the pilot picked it up for 13 episodes
0: yeah and this is really cool because i, I just want to check out the streaming service honestly just see what else is on there but uh yeah i'm really happy for them because they are both phenomenal and they both deserve steady work so go them but there was some crazy shit that happened on the set of this series last year like somebody got impaled or i'm just gonna say it the showrunner slash producer brandon Sunner, whose leg was amputated from the ankle down apparently a stunt car like struck a container which pinned his leg in the video village uh, part of the set yeah
1: yeah him and the other co-showrunner were watching the stunt you know on the monitors in video village and this like car hit some big storage yeah. i, I think i mean at what velocity did he hit that storage container that it would have thrown it in all the way Seriously. into the video village i mean that that's just insane it's
0: super duper crazy like to lose basically his ankle down like, yeah, boom.
1: yeah. I mean, and it was traumatic for everybody involved, all the cast members. I mean, both Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba have talked about it, how yeah. horrific it was, and uh, you mm. know the tension that it caused. And yeah. I, I would, I would guess
0: so. Yeah, I can only imagine what it was like that day. I guess everybody was freaking out. I would have been freaking out.
1: Yeah, yeah, without doubt. Um, but I guess the the um, originals, uh, person in charge of the originals at Spectrum, she mm-hmm. said basically that. She decided to renew this for a second season, and she actually decided to pick it up for Spectrum because – after she saw the pilot, she said, this is a show about empowering women who are taking care of business and, you know, and and in a serious role but having fun. And it just represents women in a really strong and positive way. And she knew she had to have it. Definitely. And it's gone over good with the subscribers. We should it's say good. Spectrum is a subscriber, you know, streaming service. And, yeah. and apparently it's doing pretty well numbers-wise for them. So Good for them, man. Yeah. It yeah. is
0: definitely the day and age of the streaming wars. Yeah, and like
1: you said, I, I love Jessica Alba and Gabrielle Union. They're both the fantastic, and for anybody who has no idea what we're talking about, if you if you're a fan of Bad Boys, um, Martin Lawrence's sister, uh, that's that's who this character is. Uh, it, it's a spinoff. It's her as a drug agent now working for the LAPD. And it's kind of spun off into that. And she partners with Jessica Elba. And so that's what the series is about. But, yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. pretty badass. Super
0: exciting. I want to watch it because, the, I mean, the last time I watched Bad Boys 2, her and Will Smith, like, were together. They right. The characters were right. together. So what right. the, I wonder if they ever resolved that.
1: I don't know. And, and, I mean, we haven't heard a whole lot about Bad Boys 3. So is she in it? Right. Does Bad Boys 3 spin it off? That'd right. be interesting. Yeah. Does maybe Bad Boys 3 take place before season right. one of the series? And it kind of explains. Yeah. I mean,
0: all I've seen from it is is will smith's vlogs and apparently it's wrapped production so it's in post-production yeah so
1: we shall see what happens honestly it would be great if jessica elba popped in. maybe both of them pop in and they explain a cameo right like what's going on they're in la now or whatever you know that'd be great yeah it would
0: it would well bill and ted i know a whole bunch of people are excited for this one face the music oh man though they have now just cast grammy winner Kid Cuddy in their upcoming film, the details have not been released about his role yet, but man, I'm excited about this because he's actually a decent actor and I hope that he actually auditioned for this role instead of just presented this role because even though he's a musician and even though he's well known, I feel like the person still needs to audition for the role.
1: Ag- agreed, agreed. Unless it was specifically written for you and you're kind of playing yourself kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, you're right. If it's a role and you're not playing yourself and it's a, you should have to audition.
0: Exactly, I mean, exactly. I mean, in our upcoming interview with the one and only josh McHale, he talks about that a little bit with the uh, the mgk situation mm. that happened in uh the dirt mm. so yeah stay tuned for that interview guys it's a good one
1: it's a great one yeah. Uh,
0: yeah yeah oh man but yeah i'm i'm excited about it because i like when musicians transition over into acting especially when they're good
1: yeah to exactly. be honest
0: because exactly. i mean like we all know Will Smith started as an actor, and now look at him. Common started as an actor or
1: as a rapper, and now look at him. Yep. Like they're just booming. They're, ki- they're killing. It. And we should mention Keanu's got some musical background himself oh really yeah I didn't so know that. yeah <laughs> so i mean you know it, it's interesting how it always kind of crosses paths yeah. so oh, and uh, come on oh, we've been talking about this forever lo has been posting it all over but keanu is killing it yeah, right, right now he's
0: everywhere i man. mean and i, I want
1: to say again because i just got JLo to watch this and i everybody check this out you know keanu i think sometimes gets a bad rap because of bill and Ted and because of matrix and yeah. everything about like oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. he's really a really intense Intelligent, smart individual check out side by side it's a documentary about digital versus film and the evolution of and you can see what i'm talking about he's just the questions he asks these filmmakers and this in detail that he goes into about that he's just a really intelligent guy that you can just tell loves his craft and he's, this,
0: he's just a freaking awesome he's individual. just awesome <laughs> yeah so
1: keanu man a kicking butt and bill exactly, and ted i'm excited no, hell i'm excited yeah hell yeah
0: well, everybody's hopping on the train. It looks like mm. they're going out west, or they're going to the desert. It looks like, yeah, in uh, New Mexico. Yeah, NBC is the latest to hop on that train. That's right.
1: NBC Universal announced uh, this week that they are headed to Albuquerque. Um, they have entered into a deal where the city is going to revamp an empty warehouse into a full-scale production studio. Nice. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, offices and edit suites and edit and all the kind of stuff, and then two large sound stages. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting and it says the deal promises to bring a billion dollar investment by NBC Universal into New Mexico over a ten year period. Oh wow. So yeah, this is the crazy thing though. It says three hundred and thirty full time year round jobs with an average salary of sixty grand Ooh. a year. Damn, I mean, yeah, if, if you're lucky enough to get into this industry, guys, and you're good at what you do, you can make a pretty good living. Yeah. Um, and New Mexico is killing it. You yeah. know, they they recently, you know, a few years back revamped all of their incentive yeah. stuff and Very really smart. pushed hard to lure in. And I'm going to just say, where, you know. We met with Santa Fe Studios a couple of years back and Octavio Marin, and they were strong advocates of fixing this the incentive program and, and utilizing and, and, yeah. and enhancing and putting out there what Santa Fe has to offer and, and in turn, what New Mexico has to offer. So I, I really feel like he's he's a lot behind mm-hmm. this big push of what now is going on. They've been killing it out there. They have. We know Netflix recently opened a studio out there. Yeah. Now NBC Universal is exactly. going out there, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see more go. Exactly. Um, I feel like they're following. His template. They are. They are. I mean, I, and I think I hope somewhere down the line we see him get some credit. Seriously. I mean, even if you just read about what this studio is going to be, it's very similar yeah. to what Santa Fe Studios Indeed. is. Very likable or or identifiable situ- with the two sound stages yeah. and the and the offices and the. So I, yeah, they're definitely following his model. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Um, does Disney follow? Uh, yeah, does yeah. Disney follow? Exactly. I mean, do do they or do they just like we don't need New Mexico? Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It'll be
0: interesting to see because I mean, they are definitely. I feel like the head of the pack. So uh, exactly, yeah, do they follow
1: exactly. I mean, because. There's a lot of space in New Mexico, exactly. and I feel like Disney could buy up some serious space out yeah. there. I, I don't know.
0: Oh, I don't man. Know. Well, this next one, we wanted to end up industry news with this hilarious Oh, shit. my gosh. The, the juice is loose! On Twitter.
1: On Twitter, yeah. <laughs> this man. Uh, so get your white Broncos out. Yeah, Let everybody, seriously, like, you know. He
0: has joined Twitter, and this is the scary thing, on the 25th anniversary of his arrest
1: yeah 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 that's some conspiracy shit and well not only does he do it on the on the anniversary of the arrest for of the murders but then he says he's got some getting even to do yeah what's that mean what what does that mean dude dude no no like you got away with it okay you got they proved you did it in the civil case bro okay you got away with it just go away stay quiet go away just exactly. live your life bro because exactly. and i i gotta tell you though i i was like i think this is a horrible idea yeah. i don't know how long it's gonna last yeah. but boy is it entertaining oh my i gosh. i was just looking through he's got one <laughs> post so far one post which yeah. is the video saying it's me it's real yeah. this is who I, okay and the, the comments are some of the most hysterical things I have ever seen. From people supporting him to people basically calling him out for the murder, and I mean the oh he's gonna kill it, you're oh really taking God. a stab at social media, and like all the all the knife and slasher jokes. But while I find that extremely entertaining, and it is kind of funny, and you know it's been twenty five years or whatever. Think about the families yeah. of of Nicole and Ron Goldman, and, exactly. And, to see this guy yet again out there, you know, d- doing that. And Twitter, they said, you know, in defense, because a lot of people were like, how can you let this guy on there and everything? And yeah. then they're, they're basically, OJ's lawyers and Twitter have all kind of said, hey, look, he's a really intelligent guy. He's up to date on current events. He's He's got a lot to say about politics and we feel like he's going to be relevant and he's not going to do bad stuff or say bad stuff on here. But you can, we've all seen OJ's temper. You exactly. can't tell me that when he starts reading some of these comments he's not going to light up on a couple exactly. of these people. Seriously. And I just I, I, I don't know. I I mean and cuz
0: we know how Twitter is <laughs>
1: like Yeah. Yeah, and then the question becomes will he be an influ is he is he going to get paid? Oh, goodness. Like I hope is not. he is he going to get enough followers and enough comments that he starts getting sponsorships because if we're paying this guy to I be on not. Twitter and social media yeah. Again, I want to stress that while he was not found guilty in the criminal trial, yeah. he was proven to be responsible. We can't say guilty, but proven to be responsible for the murders yeah. in the civil... They found the shoes, okay? Uh, they found yeah. some of the stuff. that <laughs> He did it, guys. Yeah. He did it. Uh, he, uh, that's my opinion. Yeah, But, I mean, uh, this guy should not be making money I mean, on Honestly, media. I don't... Hmm. I give it like
0: three months max.
1: Yeah, ag- agreed, agreed, and and yeah, I have a big problem if he start if if companies start paying him because he hasn't paid any of the fifty eight million dollar judgment yeah, to the family.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: you know he he's gotten around that by living in Vegas but exactly. keeping all of his property in Florida. And I mean, come on, guys, it yeah. just this is not
0: good. I mean, honestly, if it got to a point to where he did become a social media influencer and was given. Uh, paid sponsorship shit on there. I would probably boycott those companies. I would
1: too. I, I agree.
0: I just feel like that's wrong, and you're giving him a public eye that this family can see every day. Now you're right.
1: right. Right. I mean, if you if you have any doubts about whether this man did or did not do it, just go watch the the Borat mm-hmm. uh, interview, not Borat, but that the, the uh, you know Sasha Baron Cohen when he was pulling the pranks on all these like famous people, yeah. and he interviews that, and I mean. Just watch it and you make up your own mind. But yeah. like, uh, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen got him to say a lot of stuff, and I'm just gonna say, if you watch it, it's pretty hard to come to any other conclusion yeah. other than, yeah, just I'm, that's OJ. Just go away, bro. Yes, yeah, go away. Bye bye. L- look, I, look, I'm one of those people who said, you know, free OJ you know cuz i'm a i'm a strong advocate in our legal system and i think that reasonable doubt was presented when the they showed the blood on the socks mm-hmm. that wasn't on the socks but then it was on the socks and the vial ha- was missing the cap and that, there was enough reasonable doubt and in this in this system reasonable doubt means you can't convict so i think that the decision was right only based on that but i think it was flubbed from the get-go and had they taken their time and not rushed and done everything right they would have found this man like the civils case did guilty and i just so for me i i just yeah this i have a problem with
0: i think the huge problem was for that case it was like the first huge publicized celebrity case like that yeah so i feel like they might have rushed it and he was so beloved by so many people and it was just a crazy situation. I yeah. can't even imagine living in that time trial to
1: witness that. of the century. Yeah. And I'll be the first one to admit I was locked to it every day on court TV. I bet. Um, I mean, it was. It was so weird to watch yeah. just how it all went down. And yeah. then, and for me, you know, at the time, I, I, I was in school for law and I mm-hmm. was screaming at the TV I because bet. I'm like, oh my God, you're fucking blowing it. You're blowing it. What the fuck are you yeah. doing, Darden? What are yeah. you doing, Marsha? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's hilarious. But, but I think where they really, I, yeah, I just, mm, mm, mm yeah, OJ. It's super crazy.
0: I watched a documentary on all the stuff that actually happened on that same day that got overshadowed because of the like the bronco chase yeah
1: dude i was like literally kicked back lounged out in my bed watching tv and it was interrupted and it came on with the bronco and i'm like what am i what am i watching right here and then they're saying oj being pursued by police i'm like oj oj what like and then they start talking about how he's being chased in in you know response to the possible murder and i'm like OJ Simpson, yeah. like
0: what? Yeah, it's you know, kind of crazy. It was yeah. mind-boggling.
1: And, Will and look how well the OJ Simpson story did, you know, on on uh, what American Crime Story or whatever yeah. with Kuba Gooding. That was huge. Yeah, because even after all these years, people are still interested yeah. in this case. Yeah. And like, I just oh man.
0: Well, I mean, you brought up Cuba Goody Jr. A free, we did forgot to put this in the industry news. He is accused of uh, sexual misconduct. Sexual yes, assault uh, in apparently, New York.
1: groping a woman's yeah. breast without permission. Yeah. Um, he, though, did the the right thing, in yeah, my opinion. Agreed. There is a video that, in my opinion, I, I mean, I watched this video. They've shown it. You can see it everywhere now. Yeah. It's on YouTube and, and TMZ and everywhere. Uh, it. It sure doesn't look like he did what he's yeah. being accused of he does lean over and touch her thigh yeah. but that's after she leans over and touches him Agreed. and kind of I, I feel like there's a woman in between them and i yeah. feel like he's just being friendly exactly. to a woman that was being friendly to him and they all look like okay maybe they had some drinks or yeah. something I, I don't know what. but at no point in the video do i see him literally reach over and like caress her breast Agreed. or like she, like he's being said, accused yeah. of um but in he did the right thing he said i'm innocent but i'm gonna turn myself in yeah. because i know no, i'm innocent um we should say that even if he is found guilty it's a misdemeanor mm-hmm. charge um but i mean he's he's pretty adamant that he's that he's innocent the video and his lawyer yeah his seemed to, yeah is, uh, yeah <laughs> uh, and i mean I, I think he's gonna i think he's gonna get off i think he's gonna this is gonna be tossed out before it even yeah. goes anywhere but kudos to him for stepping up and say hey look i'm not gonna run from this i'm gonna turn myself exactly. in voluntarily i'm gonna face it because yeah. i know i didn't do it exactly you know and he, he didn't pull jussie mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it you know just turn yourself in yeah you know if you know you didn't do it and face it you know
0: exactly i don't know if you saw this but um his first and jesse bringing up jesse he his first uh, interaction back on social media was for pride
1: week yeah i was like what you disgraced everyone yeah do you know how far you set that back by what you did bro like i mean And they're still releasing shit. Mm -hmm. If you guys haven't gone and read the documents, the police documents and everything as it's being released to the public now, go back and you won't have any doubt. Even Lee Daniels finally came out and just said he's embarrassed by the whole situation because all these people defended him. And as you're reading all the stuff, you're going, oh. Oh, shit. So, you know, (laughs) although Jesse's still out there saying, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Dude dude no. how no yeah. <laughs> just know you're not it's super duper crazy yeah right? it's it's crazy
0: yeah it's a fluid situation we will continue to follow it <laughs> shout out to the man oh, dog walker all right now it is time for our interview segment we got the one and only joshua mikhail coming on the show man this guy has been killing it yeah
1: dude, dude. he's been in like all kinds of huge stuff and not to mention i mean probably best known for the walking dead yeah but yeah this guy just huge and Third walking dead guest i yeah. can't believe
0: that i know man it's so exciting so exciting and what i really want to talk to him about is the dirt that motley crew netflix biopic oh
1: man that looks so fantastic i know it's awesome that he's gonna be in it can't yep. wait to talk to him
0: definitely definitely well here he is hello hello how you doing today yeah. taking it easy how are you good you're talking to myself logan and dustin today hey man how are you
3: taking it easy how are you
1: good man awesome.
2: Enjoy-
0: enjoying this warmer weather you know down here south where y'all at? We are in Biloxi.
3: Oh shit! I was uh, I was there not too long ago.
0: Really? Yeah, you were down yeah, at the, the, the comic convention, right?
3: Exactly, the Gulf Coast Fan Fest. Yeah, that was fun.
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, what we like to do, man, is talk about your career and how you got started in the industry. So we like to introduce you to all the new listeners to the show and to the people who might not know who you are. So. How did you get started in the industry? What made you want to start acting?
3: Um, I had a uh, I had a teacher in high school actually that kind of encouraged me to audition for uh, one of the high school musicals, which mm-hmm. was Grease.
1: Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah,
3: I ended up getting ensemble in that Joker, and um, you know, I didn't. I don't know if I necessarily fell in love with it then, but I, I later got to do the Hobbit, which the stage play of the Hobbit, and I played Gollum.
0: Oh, that's and that was the
3: most amazing experiences of my life. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, it was before all the movies came out and stuff, so it was it was fun as hell. And uh, then I. my my teacher kind of encouraged me to to pursue it further Mm -hmm. um, and go to Florida State. Jerry Smith is his name. I I feel like I should uh, mention his name every time I I talk about my life in the arts. (laughs)
0: Give a little Um, shout
3: out. Give a little shout out to Jerry Smith. Um, But uh, yeah, I went to Florida State and studied theater down there with the help of my parents, mortgaging their house for me, double mortgaging their house rather, um, to get me through school and and uh, finally paid off those loans last year yeah. <laughs> at the age of thirty four. Yeah, that's all right, brother. Uh,
1: I'm still paying mine. It's okay.
3: <laughs> God, good luck. Good luck. It's a grind. It is. Uh, but uh, yeah. What, what? What? What are you in school for?
1: Oh, I went for a, I unfortunately way too long business management, accounting, and I uh, just a bunch of degrees. I uh, went started yeah. pre law. But <laughs> I, I, I way too long way too much money
3: yeah you just you know it's it it's i don't think when you're that age to make those choices you don't really know you don't know the value of a dollar it, you know you haven't worked if you haven't worked, <laughs> you haven't worked. I, I, I had worked pretty minimally uh going through school and had done like some odd jobs and stuff but never gotten close to the amount of money it takes to go through an undergrad i hear you but yeah so I, I did that and then i, I moved back to atlanta and 2010 uh, and started started uh I got with an agency here j Purvis Talent and uh, just started grinding things things uh, started picking up here thanks to the tax incentives and mm-hmm. it, it was kind of a perfect storm of, of what was going on here yeah, uh, yeah
0: man and we got to talk about your big Atlanta project man the Walking Dead you are such a big part of that those few seasons like those 11 episodes were just epic
3: thanks man i appreciate you yeah, it, was, it was fun as hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah what
1: what what an incredible experience though that show just i mean took off man i don't think anybody saw like it going and blowing no. up the way that it blew up
3: yeah i don't think so either I, it was funny i remember i remember people talking about the first episode and kind of kind of losing their minds over it mm-hmm. just you know at the, i guess it was such a new thing too well not a new thing other stuff had done it, but, um, having a, having a horror show that so much of it was based in daylight and, yeah. uh, you know, and the fact that it was shooting here brought so much attention to, uh, to Atlanta, uh, and, and just the Georgia film community. And I mean, I think so much of this stuff shooting today because of the infrastructure that was built around that show and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some of the strides that that show made, um, you know, it had, a lot of the stuff shooting here has has walking dead to thank for it yeah walking dead and, and a lot of the tyler perry stuff that shoots here too
1: yeah absolutely and that's a great point because i mean it's it's just absolutely booming now the marvel universe shoots tons of shit yeah. there now so um that's right. yeah just a ton but i, I gotta tell you I, I went to um the walker stalker con a couple of years back and i had never yeah. seen anything like it in my life that these fans are just i don't th- i've never seen a fan base more rabid than they were in all out costume and just the amount of people it was more people on the entire coast of biloxi i was like what is going on
3: oh yeah yeah it's, it's bonkers the uh the fanfare around that show man <laughs> well, congratulations
1: man for being such a huge part of that i mean that's got to be something epic
3: it is it yeah it's a it's certainly a rite of passage i felt like i would wanted to get on the show for a while and auditioned probably 16 17 times i think when i finally did the the count mm-hmm. and, um starting around season two or three yeah and uh finally finally landed that one in season seven so oh that's awesome was, uh, to hear because it also- a long time coming yeah
0: Yes. we also had uh jason warner smith on the show and he said the almost the exact same thing like he tried out a few times didn't get it but they were like holding a specific role for him they yeah. had a specific idea so do you think it was kind of the same way for you
3: yeah he, you know you don't you don't feel that you don't get the sense of that when you're uh when you're auditioning you, you're thinking like shit i didn't get that one. right like well <laughs> fun, <man>. like <laughs> uh, you know but then four years later it's like oh that, I actually found something that's good for you, and, and it, it's actually, it, you know, a case of, of the, the role I got, Jared. It, it, it was the best thing I'd auditioned for. actually you know, I could have never dreamed of booking something that would have run for 11 episodes and got me so much attention
1: and it i mean it always seems to work out the way it's supposed to right? Yeah. things happen for that's a right. reason so yeah
3: exactly one door closes another opens guys
0: absolutely exactly exactly well <laughs> something i really wanted to talk to you about i heard that uh you were a musician man in an indie rock right. band uh, look mexico that's right oh man let's talk a little bit about that
3: yeah um so I, when I was down at Florida State, I met some dudes. I was in a, a hardcore band for a while called Kids Like Us. And mm-hmm. I got tired of that, that life. I actually got kicked out of that band. Oh, wow. Well. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I couldn't tour. I was in school, and I was nah. like, I'm, I'm paying all this money to go to school. Right. You
0: got to do what you got to do.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I ended up uh, looking for another band down there and, and met some, some of my best friends down there. who uh, we, we ended up playing for playing and touring pretty seriously for the better part of 10 years. Um I was in the band for seven years. Nice. Uh, we had a veggie bus that we converted from
0: <laughs> that's from epic diesel, yeah. diesel
3: to uh, biodiesel and poured <laughs> around the U.S. for a good long while. And yeah,
0: yeah,
3: it was a, it was a good time, man. We're, we still we still <laughs> play occasionally, but yeah. Things have have calmed down since everybody has careers and families.
0: Right. Yeah, right. that makes sense. I bet you guys got some crazy stories of tour life.
3: <laughs> yeah, mostly mostly just uh you know memories and cat piss and eating,
1: eating <laughs> garbage. <laughs> oh, damn. So okay, well, we, let's talk about one of your movies then. I know what Logan is excited to sell for this one, and me too. The Dirt, the Motley Crew biopic on Netflix and stuff. Did a lot of your experience on the road and with your band kind of play into that? How was it like to kind of see that again?
3: Well, it's funny. Uh, well, I, I play a, a drug dealer, and I, I didn't spend a lot of time dealing drugs when I was in the band. But, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. And I, I didn't really have that much time on the on the film. I was only there for a day. I think I had a, yeah, just a day on shooting. Um, it's a pretty fun scene. You got to check it out. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, but it's it, you know it's fun. I, I was I was bummed because once I any of these these biopics these band biopics yeah. I'm like shit. I, I play drums already. I, I just want to. I want to hop on a right you know, exactly on one where I could show my chops.
0: Exactly, at least be legit. a stand-in for Tommy Lee, you know. <laughs>
3: exactly, yeah. I was I was frust- frustrated. I didn't even get a read for that part. Mm.
0: But uh, Machine
3: you... Gun Kelly got it though.
0: Yeah, that okay? no, which uh, mm, I'm just going to be honest about it. I'm not particularly fond of his acting. <laughs> um, yeah.
3: I, yeah, I don't really know. I, I don't know what. I, it's funny. I, I'm of the age now where I. I, i'm like who is this who's this about? right, right. yeah and look him up on on uh IMGb and not a lot of stuff and then you go and look up look him up on uh twitter and they have millions of followers and i'm, I'm like yeah it's like I must, what must the hell train completely yeah, yeah no
1: i i didn't get it man i saw him in bird box yeah. and i was like what the hell is going yeah. on <laughs> if i'm being sure. honest i'm just being honest i mean yeah i don't
3: i don't know i, I haven't seen much of his his work i just it, i was unfamiliar that you
1: know, who, with who
0: he was. I ha- oh, well, um well, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't I, seen I, him I, in Bird Box, check out Bird Box <laughs> as well. I mean, you, you'll see what we're saying. You'll see what we're saying. Oh,
3: no. Well, yeah, I have seen Bird Box. It's, it's man. Um, yeah.
1: Exactly. Well, <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> not, not his act. I, I just, that, that film in general. I'm, I'm, yeah, a you know, lot of I'm, I'm, people, are, yeah. yeah. Are, are we, uh, is it a, can I cuss on this? Yes, yeah, go for it, man. man. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, wasn't sure if I had to watch my, but yeah, you know, watching that movie, I'm, there's just so many logical flaws. I'm right. really just thinking, boy, oh boy, this this needs to end sooner. Right. <laughs> 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 that's, great. Uh, that's great. That's great.
0: Uh, oh, but um, you also do some play stuff, right? You're a published playwright.
3: That's right, man. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, I went to school for for theater, and then uh, I, I also studied creative writing at the time. So yeah, it was just a. Uh, a logical marriage of the two, yeah, of the two, and and um, yeah, started writing some theater for young audiences stuff. That's uh, cool. Some of which got got published and got got a little attention, and um, it it gets produced. I mean, I I, I got stuff, <laughs> I got stuff going on. You know, it's funny. Like I'm playing a, a heroin dealer in in the dirt, and yeah. meanwhile, my 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 play's being produced in a middle school. <laughs> oh in, man, uh, you know, Bay, <laughs> Minnesota.
0: <laughs> yeah you're like uh on the fence that's funny yeah, but uh,
3: trying to keep those lives separate
0: yeah i completely understandable completely understandable well we see that you've also directed a few things for some music videos right for like people like Neon yeah. Trees that's so epic yeah i don't
3: know if it, yeah, you can check those videos out online i don't get it's funny that you make these videos for uh, for record labels and they don't credit the director a lot of times on them
0: um, yeah that's I'd, bullshit I'd, yeah, i got
3: in, i got in the yeah it's it's interesting uh but i got in the the i got caught up doing lyric videos for a little while and that's how i kind of connected the dots before acting took over
0: yeah uh, i mean but it was fun
3: I, do, you yeah.
0: s- do you still have some interest in music i mean would or is it just too shady of an industry for you to even dabble in again
3: no 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 I, I definitely do i was actually thinking about it today because i uh, I, I was making those music videos and I, I had committed to a bunch um one for a, a band i'd done a couple for already called against me mm-hmm. um and then at the same time i was talking to uh this rap artist j cole oh wow about doing one wow um, that, that's huge I, man yeah, so I, and i and this this other band that i grew up listening to called Lagwagon. so yeah i, was, I had, had probably my three biggest videos on the docket um but i kind of had a bit of a a mental break i guess cuz my my dad was suffering with uh
2: mm.
3: you know it was was uh he he had heart failure and mm. uh parkinson's so i well
0: i'm sorry I just to got hear kind that, of overwhelmed man.
3: and shit the bed on on three three of the biggest videos simultaneously and uh, just hadn't gotten back to it to be honest
0: Ugh. well we're uh, pushing so for I, you, man po- positive vibes man we are sorry to hear that
3: oh thanks dude it, yeah he uh, my, my pops passed away in june of last year and mm-hmm. So now it's, you know, uh, I'm on the other side of that. He, he struggled for a long time, so I'm on the other side of that stuff. And just, uh, you know, maybe eventually I'll get back into the video game. Or the video uh, the video game, rather. Yeah, absolutely, man.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. and... and just I, again i, I just kind of think everything kind of travels the way it's supposed to and i think when the time comes you're going to be right back in it i mean yeah i, I got to be honest with you i'm impressed dude i mean a, a published playwright and you and you've done directing you've done acting you're a mus- musician i mean dude you got a lot of talent man
3: thanks dude appreciate you yeah, yeah that's- I, I, it was just kind of my mo growing up i never wanted to have a 9 to 5 and i I've, thankfully uh so far, I've I've uh, managed to, to do that.
1: Well, yeah, dude, and you're talking. I mean, you're talking Black Lightning, Nashville. I mean, some of these credits you got are just unreal, bro.
3: Thanks, man. Yeah, the, you know, it's it's funny too because you, a dude of a certain look, it's it's kind of shooting fish in a barrel. Mm-hmm. It was for at least a little while here in Atlanta, you know. But looking at looking like a shithead or being a long haired dirty looking guy you uh you can kind of pick up some pretty good roles
1: yeah absolutely but see i like that i think that's important because we've talked to several people that we've interviewed who who understand the importance of finding your niche finding what what you are and then running with it and like you said you have a particular look you have this particular character and and boom you're just nailing it
3: bro thanks man appreciate you
1: yeah it's exciting so what you got coming up in the future man yeah i mean i just this things look bright for you
3: Um, yeah, I, uh, um, I, I got a little bit in this, uh, Hulu series called The Act, um, with Patricia Arquette and Joey King. That should be, I I mean, I'm hearing great things about it and I believed it was going to be awesome.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: and then, uh, I have a film coming out in July called Stuber with Kumail Nanjiani and Dave Batista.
1: Oh, Oh, fantastic. uh,
3: Yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I, uh, the, the guys, I, I worked on a film called Game Night and, uh. The directors of that film produced Stuber, yeah. Jonathan Goldstein, and John Francis Daly. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're uh, they, they, you know, they they surround themselves, uh, or they, they they tend to circle good projects. And mm-hmm. uh, I think Stuber's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, that's
1: awesome. Um, Looking forward to that one. We're going to have yeah. to have you back on when that one comes out. So yeah, we'll seriously. About it. Oh,
3: shit, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. I, I really think it, it had a uh, variety, did a solid review on it in Hollywood Reporter. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: well, there you go. Um,
3: they all had great things to say about it always yeah.
1: helps when the trades give positive reviews exactly no
3: <laughs> exactly
0: oh man but you mentioned game night did you get to work with jason bateman at all
3: i did yeah have, oh, you, have you seen that film yeah oh, it's yeah. phenomenal okay yeah so yeah we had uh i, I spent a uh, I i guess two weeks on that movie so um you know we we i don't spoiler alert for anybody that hadn't seen it yet but <laughs> um we had the we had the little scene in the uh in the bar, mm-hmm. and we do yoga.
0: That's right. That's right.
3: Uh, and then we uh, we had that scene on the the bridge there, which is fun as hell too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what a, that, that dude's such a freaking talent.
0: He really is, and, man. He's really transformed himself. He's going into directing too now with like the Ozark and stuff.
3: Yeah, and he's actually here um, in Atlanta working on a, a project called The Outsider. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it's a Stephen King Stephen King uh, series for HBO. Yeah, and it, it looks like it's going to be good as hell
0: that's oh, awesome yeah. that's awesome and i also saw that uh you also worked on i tanya you get to work with margot Robbie. uh
3: yeah I, yeah i worked with margot Robbie on that that joker uh, I, have you seen that one? Oh yeah yeah, yeah so uh so I, i'm the heckling spectator or whatever yeah. I, <laughs> she's uh, she's making her way to the ice and i'm talking shit to her oh there you go um so yeah that was that was a freaking blast too that's hilarious <laughs>
1: see i love that though i mean you get to play all these like crazy characters but that's got to be like some of the most fun scenes you know you're, you're one thing is for sure you're always your character is always memorable like yeah. you know you're always Thanks, gonna man. be able to stand out like oh that guy okay oh
3: yeah just I, i'm just raising hell man i'm just raising hell <laughs> Absolutely,
0: man. <laughs> as long as you're having fun doing it man that's all that matters really
3: having a freaking blast
0: exactly exactly when i'm
3: working when i'm working
0: exactly that's what it's all about doing what you love yeah. and loving what you do that's it oh man but listen thank you so much for coming on the show and what we like to do to end up our guest segments is have our guests leave a little piece of advice for upcoming people trying to break into the industry what pitfalls to try to avoid and what to do to try to you know get past that hump and try to make it
3: sure um just any kind of general advice huh?
0: yeah just uh, anything
3: man it's tough uh you know i i think there's there's good in all work mm.
2: um
3: folks i think a lot of times they send in an audition and they don't hear anything or maybe they don't they don't get a call back and maybe they do get a call back but don't book the role um but you know i, I feel like there's there's good whether or not you book the role or not that's that's not really the litmus of of uh you know your work working the thing and it, it's a you're just constantly growing and so once you uh you know, getting a callback is a, a success, and you know, it's just important to take take pride in those victories and know that you're on the short list. And you know, I'd, one thing I I like to tell people too. I, I this was uh, some advice from an instructor way back, but it's pretty easy to compare yourself to someone you're you know the same age as you, right. working in the craft. Um, but it's important to, to put people in perspective of their what. what you know, what my instructor called artistic age, mm-hmm. um, you know, that how long have they been practicing the craft? Well, like, say, somebody like Leo DiCaprio, whose career is the envy of everyone's in Hollywood. Right. Um, you know, he's been at it since he was age eight. Yeah. Right. He's 40-something now. I don't know how old that guy is, actually. But, uh,
0: <laughs> I think that's about like right. Yeah, he's getting up yeah. there.
3: Yeah, um, but, you know, he's he's been working at it for a good long while. Yeah. And he's gone through ebbs and flows and times where people thought he couldn't do anything and times where people thought he was just a heartthrob, and, um, and he's, he's weathered the storm and, you know, it's important to look at your, you know, your neighbor and and say like, well, we're auditioning for the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, he may have gotten it, but he's also been working at it longer than I have. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, respect, respect the work that people put into things and the work you put into it.
1: Right. So Um, I love that term. I love that term, creative age. That's Mm -hmm. the first time I've heard that, but that's a great way to describe it. Yeah, I I love that. And you know, like you said, you know, with the with the booking and you you audition, but you might not get it. I can't tell you how many times we've had guests on who say we hear this consistently. It's twenty percent acting, eighty percent auditioning. That's just how it is. That's how the industry is. And I love the fact that you say you can take a win out of everything, even if you don't get it.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, and if you're if, if you walk away knowing that you put on your you did the best you could, you put on your best tape, then that's just something to grow on for next time, you know. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Uh, but listen, man, we're gonna let you know go because we know you're a busy guy. You know, coming up and all this stuff. But uh, thank you again for coming on the show today. It's been a whole lot of fun talking to you.
1: Yeah, dude. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. An open invite. Like we said, we want you to come back when the one film hits. Definitely talk to you about that. And anytime you want to just come on and shoot the shit or just have a good time, bro, let us know. More than welcome.
3: Sounds good. Thanks, y'all. All All right, man. man. Have a good day. All right. Take care.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Wow, that was, he's real. He real, yeah. Like I mean, I, I again, uh, we get so lucky to have these guests who are so genuine, yeah. and understand the business, and yeah, and uh, another one who who very much, and I think this is like the best advice up and comers can get: find your niche. Mm-hmm. Don't try to change to become something exactly. that you're not. Find the role that fits you and go with it. Because exactly. there's work there, and exactly. I, I love that he's been able to do that. And look at him; he's killing it, man. Exactly, exactly. Thank you again,
0: Joshua McKell, for coming on the show. All right, now it is time for the top five segment. Oh, man, I'm pretty excited about this one. It is top five people we want to run into while we are out in L.A. since we are permanently based here. Oh, man, I, it, I just want to make a list, like, so long that write it all on the walls. Like There's so many people that I just want to meet out here that we will meet one day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I just... Oh, I, I, this was a hard one, man, really because was. I feel like we should revisit this again, because coming up with five was really hard. It was. There's so many influencers out here that, that have influenced me wanting to be in the entertainment exactly. industry and, and and do what we do and just, mm. Mm, I know, I know.
0: Well, I guess i get this thing started. The first person, well, I'm going to do from five up because I'm going to take the Tavia approach to this. <laughs> um, number five. I got Snoop Dogg. <laughs> if I see Snoop Dogg walking down the street, i would be like, holy shit, bro, what's up? Where's the local dispensary? Where are we going? <laughs> like, uh, real quick. Like, it would be so freaking <sighs> epic to freaking see him out and about. Uh, number four, I got Seth Rogen because I love all the films that he has written, produced, and directed. And I would just also love to smoke a joint with him. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I got Kevin Smith. Man, this guy, such an innovator for an indie film, doing selling off like all of his comic books, credit card debt to make clerks. That's so inspiring to me to make that happen for him. He's a go getter, and like he's honestly so inspirational when it comes to like the Weight Watchers stuff. I don't know if you guys remember us talking about it, but he had. A heart attack last year while doing stand-up comedy, and now he's completely changed his eating habits yeah. around. Like he's, like I said, an ambassador for Weight Watchers, and just killing it, hiking every morning, and so inspirational. And yeah, that'd just be epic to meet with him Absolutely. and talk about film, comic book, Stanley. Oh, you know he's got some great Stanley oh, stories. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, number two, number two is Joe Rogan. Now this guy is insane health wise podcast wise work wise like he is honestly the definition of what i want our podcast to be on top of the world everybody listening to it everybody from all different acts of life coming and getting on the podcast not just entertainment but like scientists teachers Stoners, musicians, filmmakers—so many people.
1: Now, is he going to be involved with the Fear Factor reboot? I don't think so. Oh, I, do. I don't think so. Because he was so awesome I with Fear Factor, know. man.
0: I, I do He's even... so wrapped up in his uh, UFC shit. I know, he, I know, uh, but as... I just
1: don't see how you do Fear Factor without <laughs> him, man. It's so, was so good.
0: I heard him on one of his podcasts say, every time they recorded a Fear Factor episode, he just like. Was stoned as fuck, eating edibles, <laughs> didn't want to be there. It's so funny. That is um, funny. Number one, I have Seth McFarlane. Now, this this guy is a huge inspiration to me because at 24 years old, he pitched his Family Guy series to 21st Century Fox and was the youngest showrunner and executive producer to ever do it. So, And I'm huge into the animation side of things. I'm developing that for us right now. And he is honestly something that I want to model our animation
1: series after. Yeah. Yeah. Without doubt. Uh, Man, that's a good list right <laughs> I, i've got one of those people on my list as well kevin yeah, smith of course i just think you know from my comic book background and like all the g- geekiness that i had and, and and then of course you know the filmmaking mm-hmm. yeah this that guy is like the epitome of right. the indie guy that you know sold is basically everything you yeah. want to make a film kind of a thing it was just epic how could you not want to meet this guy and then of course the heart issues and the weight loss and all that kind of stuff yeah kevin smith I yeah mean, you can uh,
0: rate, relate a lot
1: i, I can <laughs> i mean a lot in common but you know hopefully i get to the level that he's at one day, but uh, yeah, a lot in common, and he'd be fantastic to meet. And then um another one that i just i mean and i'm gonna save him for the top of my list we'll get there but i i I like a lot of the business people too and what they've kind of done and 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 accomplished so a few of the people that i would really like to meet out here are the two people behind disney Mm -hmm. um of everything that disney is now so michael eisner and bob Iger. i would just kill to meet both of them um what they what they accomplished, what they did. I mean, the whole saving of Disney back in the eighties with with uh, you know uh, Michael Eisner, it was just amazing. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely amazing how it was done. And then the succession uh, with Bob Iger and what he's continued to do with it, and even expand upon it. And I mean, Disney's at the top of the world right now. Exactly. They're they're like the king of exactly. And I just I, for me. To have a conversation with that man would just be insane. You know right? you could
0: learn so much just from one conversation. Yeah, yeah from one
1: conversation. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many people know, but if you're not – I mean, Bob Iger started off as a weather guy.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean,
1: a weather guy yeah. and realize uh, I don't want to be in front of the camera. That's not what I want to do. A yeah. weather guy, now he's the head of the – Biggest, most powerful juggernaut in all of entertainment history. I mean, yeah. think about that for a minute, guys. So insane. It's, it's crazy. So, the, yeah, that would be awesome. And then another one that I would really like to meet is – and it, it's a combination of the two. But it would be Lauren Graham and and, and Amy Sherman Palladino. Definitely. Because I just think the two of them together are absolutely brilliant. I would just like to sit down and have a conversation yeah. with those two. So creative. Yeah, beyond just Gilmore Girls. But, like – Just – they're both phenomenal writers. If Mm -hmm. you guys haven't followed Lauren Graham, she's writing these books now and they're just absolutely amazing. But the creativity and and, and everything that goes into – and how they – see – I think a trend with our top fives is that how they all come up out of nowhere, right. kind of. You know, I mean, Gilmore Girls was a struggle, yeah. And and then exactly. all of a sudden it was like <clears throat> biggest thing, and now Miss Maisel for Amy. Yeah, I mean, just, I, just to sit down and talk to those two would be amazing. And then my number one, my number one guy that I really want to run into out of here for so many reasons, John Favreau. John Favreau. He is like my biggest inspiration, Hell both yeah. as a filmmaker, a foodie, a total chef guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, just his attitude on life. He seems to be like the most genuine. Genuinely nicest guy ever um, just his relationship with Robert Downey Jr. would be mm-hmm. amazing. If if I was talking to Favreau and RDJ happened to pop in, that would be that'd amazing. Be epic. Uh, I mean, that would
0: be cool. Or even um, Kevin Feige. Like, oh Kevin gosh. Feige.
1: Oh, Kevin Feige. Let, let's just slash that with Bob Iger and Michael Eisner. Yeah. I think Feige and what he has been able yeah. to do. Yeah, just any of those three with Disney would be amazing slash Marvel. Yeah. But Favreau, yeah, just – I mean, he's he, from swingers to mm-hmm. like all the different stuff that he's done to Chef to the Marvel movies and all. Uh, all the different things he's so creative and he's such a visionary and mm-hmm. and, and that's like what i i want to be as a as a director is to be able to take any movie you give me and make it awesome, right. whether it's something to do with a food truck going across the country, or Zathura, yeah. or Iron Man, or you know, just yeah. brilliant. He's a brilliant guy. That's yeah. who I want. I, I freaking I make...
0: love the new chef show that he has on Netflix. Oh my freaking... god! <laughs> you can tell that he was just recording it to record it, and yeah. whoever picks it up picks it up. Yeah, they want
1: like a brilliant move by Netflix. <laughs> yeah, brilliant move by Netflix to pick it up. And my favorite is when he said, "Yeah, I basically just you know we put cameras in here to shoot this because I missed cooking with this guy." Yeah, he was like the consultant. On the chef movie mm-hmm. and he just like i missed cooking with this guy that's exactly. fantastic oh, i just yeah, yeah. Oh, he, my a blast
0: he'd be so great to yeah meet. so much I other know. funny stuff happening on that series i mean gwyneth paltrow didn't even know she was in the new spider-man no and, no clue and no, no clue had
1: no idea and just and yeah. speaking of spider-man he ate oysters for the first time and he
0: ate oysters yeah. for the first time yeah. rdj and tom holland pop up in <laughs> yeah with kevin feige with kevin feige See? it's I mean, just such an epic show guys definitely worth the watch it's only um a 30 minute show so, yeah I mean, yeah it's not that oh,
1: easy absolutely
0: oh man oh man well let's head over to the box office let's do a little recap of last week let's just say i got everything right um, i'm doing pretty well but I, it was a slow box office week last week like we were talking about secret life of pets was number one it got 46.7 million i predicted 55 to 60 million i'm surprised by that because kevin hart's kit stuff seems to be doing pretty well it does and i mean And look, I say I'm surprised that it got lower than what I predicted, but forty six point seven is still phenomenal. (laughs) Let's be yeah. I mean,
1: it's it's a shame that these days at box office forty six is a bust. Yeah, I know. Like really, because I would kill for an opening weekend of forty six million dollars. Exactly.
0: It seems like you have to get around fifty or higher for it to be truly a success in the entertainment eyes.
1: Yeah, and I feel like the only one who's accomplishing that on a regular basis is Bloomberg with his horror movies because he shoots them at such a low budget yeah. that a $50 million opening <laughs> exactly. is a huge profit windfall, and so the studios love it. Exactly, so I don't Exactly, exactly
0: well number two was dark phoenix it pulled in around 32.8 million i predicted 35 to 40 million i just saw a article i didn't read into it but i saw the headline that a the director is taking all the blame for it being bad
1: uh simon kinberg yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh director or producer per- one of them one yeah of i think them. he's a producer <laughs> but um yeah just said it just didn't connect and it's all on him lauren schuler donner who had also produced all of the x-men movies prior to this one she did not produce this one (laughs) Uh, yeah she kind of like jumped i I guess she kind of saw the trouble in the water and kind of bailed on it but um yeah so to his credit i mean he he took all the blames it's not the cast it's not the writers it was just you know this is how it went down and didn't connect and i
0: want to watch it one time for the one time honestly just to see what all the fuss is about
1: yeah well you know we've talked about it a couple of times but like x x3 the last stand Stand, and then now this one just Dark, the Dark <laughs> Phoenix Saga is one of the most epic storylines in X Men history, yeah. and what you would think would be one of the easiest to have a huge blockbuster on, and yet the now two one. times yeah. they fucked it up. <laughs> well, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Two times they have fucked this epic storyline up. Like somebody, Marvel, get it right. Like I'm just saying,
0: <laughs> just saying, just saying. Oh man. Well, number three comes in at Aladdin with around 24.7 million. I predicted. 20 to 25 million just slid right on in there oh man it feels good (laughs) um number four was godzilla king of monsters pulled in 15.5 million i predicted 15 to 20 million and number five was rocket man with 13.8 i predicted 10 to 15 million. I'm doing pretty well this week. Yeah, year.
1: no, doing really well. And uh, did you see that little story? Apparently Rami Malek's uh, Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. was supposed to have a cameo in oh, Rocket Man.
0: That would have been so cool. I, it
1: would have been really epic, I think. But yeah. I wish that – maybe on the – well, not because I, I guess it wasn't even filmed. But it would have been awesome if it had been filmed and it was on the director's cut or yeah. something. Because that would have something been really like cool. That. Yeah, DVD special or something <laughs> like
0: that. Well, let's talk about the new movies coming out this week. That – they're predicting to be bad. To be honest with you, the new Men in Black International, they, they are predicting that it's only gonna pull in around 23 million
1: yeah which that's like that's crazy and think about this i mean you've got thor and valkyrie yeah i um, mean come on <laughs> okay exactly. i mean we, you've got two huge stars coming off of the biggest movie of all time and exactly. they don't even think that they can draw an audience I with know. those two stars it's that's so
0: crazy. i'm predicting a little bit higher than that i'm predicting 25 to 30 because like i like you just said the fan appeal of the two big marvel stars on um thor asgard yeah yeah
1: you you would hope i mean you would hope that that would do it so mm, super crazy super crazy
0: uh shaft is also coming out shut this your mouth. Week. oh man uh and they're also predicting this one to do bad as well they they're only thinking like seven million yeah that's super crazy it's supposed to be like the passing the torch to like the next young
1: guy i guess and it has both it has has richard roundtree it has all the shafts it's like a three generational thing exactly
0: well i'm i'm predicting that one a little higher too 10 to 15 Mm -hmm. because i want to have faith in these new movies coming out this week because i honestly want to see these two yeah movies that are already out our avengers endgame go see it even though it's about to come on blu-ray we need to beat avatar guys that's go right hashtag whatever
1: like, it takes hashtag whatever it takes
0: um we got we still have john wick 3 keanu reeves everywhere man T- toy story is coming out in a few weeks he's also in that if you didn't know he's the canadian stunt man that's so over the top just like himself if you haven't seen the behind the scenes of him recording his character that shit's hilarious Look oh right yeah up.
1: oh yeah yeah and john wick 4 and they've john already wick announced it, it yeah, so, that's yeah
0: super duper crazy um aladdin like i said is already out godzilla king of the monsters which is apparently doing better than i thought it would but you know people are just waiting for godzilla versus kong
1: yeah yeah which has been delayed
0: oddly enough so yeah goodness gracious uh rocket man is still out secret life of pets and dark phoenix but for number one this week I, I think it's going to be another slow box office week, to be honest with you. Um, Men in Black International, I, like I said, I think that's going to pull in around 25 to 30 million. Number two, I think it's going to be Secret Life of Pets with around 20 to 25 million. Number three, I think it's going to be Aladdin with around 15 to 20 million. Number four, I think will be Shaft with around 10 to 15 million. And number five, I think, will be Rocket Man with around Mm -hmm. five to ten million. Yeah, the last two are highly. Uh, like not in my favor. <laughs> yeah, people
1: yeah. Think they're I, I, not, but yeah, I, I'm pulling. For I, I think Shaft will finish a little higher, but yeah, we'll really, see. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. We'll see.
0: But we shall again yeah.
1: another huge Avengers star. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, and beyond Avengers, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson. People love Legendary. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see. Super duper crazy. Super duper crazy. Well, let's go over to the IMDb Pro's top trending segment. If you are in Hollywood, if you are in Los Angeles, if you are in New Orleans, if you have anything new to mexico, do. New, mexico <laughs> new, new mexico that's right oh, man. if you have anything to do with the television television and film industry you need to be on this app you can track your own star meter you can see where you're at in the industry we love where we're at just saying yeah i mean we do
1: pretty well we I do mean, pretty yeah. well
0: um, um, um and we i mean you can see the hottest new movies coming out that are in development pre-production or post-production you can see where everything just is and what's most popular at the time
1: yeah 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 and you can even track the shows and movies exactly. like yeah so it, it's really cool it really is it really is well the
0: top trending film this week is surprising i guess it's because of all the backlash that's gotten on twitter uh dark phoenix mm. yeah i know i'm surprised mm. by that yeah now. me too i mean i'm hearing a lot more word of mouth about rocket man so i'm surprised that hasn't been yeah i'm top embarrassed trending. to say we
1: haven't seen that yet i, I, mean, I really want to see that
0: i know i know um the tv series is that uh chernobyl is that is that what it is
1: <laughs> chernobyl. Yeah, chernobyl yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah i still want to check that out because i was not around for that time no um, no, so no I, you weren't I, no, I still want to check that one out because it looks like a very interesting premise and such a crazy thing honestly Because, I mean, like we said before, everybody thought nuclear energy was going to be the thing. And then this tragedy happened. So it's super duper crazy. And the star is still Naomi Scott killing it. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Good for her, man. Very, very happy for her. Well, let's switch it up into the music side of things. I'm going to hop around a little bit. The top vinyl albums which is very surprising to me and she's just been bouncing all around the billboard charts recently Billie eilish's where when we fall asleep where do we all go i'm very surprised by this because i don't know i feel like vinyls are for like, the older albums. like So I'm always surprised when these newer albums have the top vinyl spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's just, it's it's cool now. Yeah. So it's making this huge comeback, so I guess maybe, you know, that's why.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. But the top trending radio song is still Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. They just released their album, I believe, last week. So I wouldn't be surprised if that... Climbs up to the top 200 albums or the top digital song sales or the top digital album sales, but we'll we'll keep tracking that and we'll see what happens. But their uh, documentary on Amazon Prime, I believe, is released now, so you guys can go check that one out. The Joe Bros. The Joe Bros. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. And the next one we have is... Let's do top 200 albums for the Billboard chart, Sappers, And it's Centerpoint Road by Thomas Rhett, And which this is really surprising to me because I went on to Apple Music where everybody basically streams their music now. Sure, And it's, like, nowhere to be found on their top charts.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah,
0: so it makes me want to listen to this album and see why people aren't streaming it. What the hell? And what, like... I thought the two would really like be parallel, but I guess not. Yeah, no. I'm really That's su- interesting. Right? Like I'm really surprised by that. And of course, he is the artist of the week since he has the top album of the week. And for the final ones, I'm just going to combine them all because we just keep freaking saying it. Top streaming song, the top digital song sales, the and the Hot 100 for the 10th straight week at number 1. Old Country Road, Lil Nas X, and Billy Ray Cyrus. We're still waiting for new music because right Right. now you're a one-hit wonder. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with you. We're still still... (laughs) still waiting on it. So good for you enjoy the success but you still even after the success you need to keep working because that's the only way you're going to stay relevant
1: exactly i mean you might bank a few million off this song but i mean come on show that you're a real artist and like put some more stuff out i mean exactly he said we should add one of the top viral videos of the week too Mm. the little kids serenading the cops (laughs) on the horses with the song so you know it's everywhere man it's everywhere it really
0: is it really is well we're gonna be everywhere make sure to follow us everywhere on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that social media good shit. Reddit, uh, at Crazy Ant Media, We will interact with you. We love fan interaction. No, so let did. us know what you like about Inside the Crazy Ant Form. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. Apple Play Music, Spotify, Google Play, um, Anchor, all those good places. Make sure to visit our website, CrazyAntMedia.com where you can read our professional bios, read all the upcoming stuff we have going on, And be sure, like I said, be sure to follow us because we are working on our TV and film projects at the moment. So you're going to want to see those.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
0: going to be so yeah, fun. Yeah,
1: look for him this week. We're going to have some behind-the-scenes stuff this week, and that's going to be really cool.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And make sure to follow us both individually, myself, at JLoFantastic, and
1: at CrazyAntGuy1970. Yeah, man, yeah, we like to get a little
0: crazy, and come get crazy with us. Hashtag Let's Get Crazy, the new hashtag that I just created. Oh, man, but you know who's getting crazy with Apple, and I can't wait to see her <laughs> streaming services, or her streaming shit.
2: Op